to the Software Stack Investing Podcast. If you enjoy these podcasts, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. That allows you to easily stay up to date on the latest content. Software Stack Investing is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So as a quick disclaimer, this podcast does not represent investment advice and is solely the author's opinion for managing his own investment portfolio. Readers are expected to perform their own due diligence before making investment decisions. So for this podcast, I'll be discussing Fastly's Q3 FY 2022 earnings results. As I work through analysis of recent earnings reports for the companies currently in my portfolio, I also like to check back on progress for companies that I had owned previously. In each case, I had a reason to own the stock based on their product portfolio, growth potential, and alignment with broader trends in software infrastructure. However, every thesis does not play out as expected, and subsequent missteps in company execution can lead me to downsize or exit a position until the company appears poised for growth again. Fastly is one such stock. I had owned Fastly during its COVID-driven surge in 2020, enjoying price appreciation from the $20 range in May of 2020 to break $100 by August. After some disappointing earnings reports later in 2020, I began reducing my position in increments around $80 to $90 per share and closed the position in early 2021. The stock continued to underperform in 2021 and even dropped below $10 in 2022. And while software infrastructure stocks in general have lagged in 2022 due to macro effects, Fastly began its slide in 2021. Despite this, peers were hitting all-time highs back in 2021. Strategically, Fastly product portfolio is well-positioned to capitalize on the confluence of several secular trends in software and security infrastructure, including edge compute, application security, and distributed content delivery. In 2020, as enterprises rapidly shifted to digital channels for consumer and employee services, Fastly experienced a surge of interest. Revenue growth shot up to 62% year-over-year in Q2 of 2020, up from 38% in Q1 and 34% a year prior. Additionally, operating margins quickly passed break-even on a non-GAAP basis, and gross margin improved 600 basis points year-over-year to 62%, both reflecting improving operating leverage. Fastly's customer list included many internet leaders like TikTok, Shopify, Stripe, Spotify, Pinterest, GitHub, Twitter, and more. In addition to offering products for basic CDN and video streaming, Fastly had built a fairly robust edge compute solution called Computed Edge. It offers a serverless runtime that is distributed across Fastly's POPs in almost 80 cities and 35 countries. Developers can program in familiar languages like Rust, C, C++, JavaScript, and most recently Go, which is in beta now. With a custom-built runtime environment, Computed Edge supports near-instantaneous startup times. 
Fastly's acquisition of Signal Sciences in August of 2020 accelerated their application security capabilities and bootstrapped a new product offering. Fastly had already built basic WAF and DDoS services. The Signal Sciences acquisition would be packaged into an adjacent market offering labeled Secure at Edge, which would effectively double Fastly's TAM. Signal Sciences was already highly rated for their WAF and RASP offerings and had a stable of marquee customers as well, including Under Armour, Datadog, Duo, One Medical, DoorDash, One Login, Airtable, Postmates, and Procore. The opportunity to cross-sell between Fastly's and Signal Sciences enterprise customers appeared significant. Signal Sciences also brought $28 million of ARR, reflecting higher revenue growth than Fastly's 62% and gross margins in the 80% range. At their Altitude user conference in November of 2020, Fastly leadership teased more product categories, expanding their planned market penetration even further. These included Performant Edge, which would enhance their existing content delivery offerings, and Observant Edge, which promised new capabilities for application tracing, advanced analytics, and alerting. Finally, they have been hinting at a broad expansion of their data storage capabilities, which they referred to as Data at Edge, moving far beyond the rudimentary key value store in Edge dictionaries to a full-featured distributed data store with a SQL-like interface. While the product roadmap appeared very promising in the second half of 2020, Little of it materialized within a reasonable time frame. Computed Edge remained in beta for an inordinate amount of time, finally going to general availability in November of 2021. Secured Edge and other AdEdge products were never launched in the form described during the 2020 user conference. The full integration of Signal Sciences WAF and Computed Edge was delivered in Q1 of 2022. A review of Fastly's quarterly release notes is pretty underwhelming. Granted, it's meant to be a summary, but a paragraph for each quarter seems limiting. The descriptions for the past four quarters fit on a single web page. This is in contrast to other software infrastructure companies with a rapid, rapid product development cadence. Competitor Cloudflare, for example, would need multiple pages to cover a year's worth of releases. Along with product development, financial metrics worsened in 2021, while software infrastructure peers were putting up record performance. Fastly's revenue growth decelerated into the 20% range and gross margins regressed. Profitability also started backsliding from positive operating income in 2020 to consistently negative operating margin. This culminated with the decision to replace CEO Joshua Bixby in May of 2022, coinciding with the Q1 2022 earnings report. In August, Fastly announced that Todd Nightingale will be replacing him, effective September 1st, 2022. Nightingale joined Fastly from Cisco, where he led business strategy and development efforts for Cisco's multi-billion dollar networking portfolio as Executive Vice President and General Manager of Enterprise Networking and Cloud. He joined Cisco in 2020 
2012 through an acquisition. Prior to that, he held leadership roles at Motorola. This should represent an improvement. It may also be positioning Fastly for an acquisition. In the past, Cisco has been floated as a potential acquirer. The new CEO has been on the job for a few months and has already laid out opportunities to increase revenue growth and improve operating margins going into 2023. So as a first step, let's take a look at the Q3 earnings results. Fastly issued their Q3 earnings report on November 2nd. The results were better than expected on revenue and EPS. The stock popped following the report, increasing about 3% after hours, and then closed up 11% the next day. To be fair, Fastly stock had been pushed below $10 a share by this point, allowing for a larger swing. As of the close of this week, which was December 16, 2022, Fastly stock is at about the same price as the post-earnings close. Revenue in Q3 was a record $108.5 million, exceeding the high end of the company's guidance for $102 to $105 million. Analysts were looking for $103.7 million, delivering a beat of about 4.6%. This represented 25.1% annual growth and 5.8% growth sequentially. Q2's growth was 20.6% annually and 0% sequentially. So Q3 showed a bit of acceleration. Looking forward, leadership projects a revenue range of $112 million to $116 million for Q4, representing 16.7% annual growth. This beat the analyst estimate for $112.1 million and would equate to 5.1% sequential growth at the midpoint. Coming out of Q2, Fastly projected almost no sequential growth in their initial estimate for Q3 revenue. Fastly leadership also raised the full year revenue estimate from the range issued in Q2 of 415 to 425 million to a new range of 425 million to 429 million with the Q3 report. At the midpoint of both ranges, this represented a $7 million raise, which exceeded the Q3 beat by about $2 million. In Q1, they had set the full-year estimate at a range of $405 to $415 million. So they've been raising that each quarter all year. And given that some peers have been keeping their full-year revenue estimates the same each quarter in 2022, it's nice to see Fastly gradually increasing their quarterly, their ranges each quarter. The latest range would generate an annual growth rate of 20.5%. Leadership discussed the intention to increase this growth rate going into 2023. Shifting to profitability, Fastly is focusing on margin improvements after some backsliding. Fastly's non-GAAP gross margin decreased from 57.5% a year ago to 53.6% in Q3. This did show a nice improvement from Q2's 50.4%, however. Fastly leadership sees more opportunity to improve gross margin going forward and expects another 200 basis points increase in Q4, which would imply close to 60% non-GAAP gross margin. To reach this goal, they have several ongoing efforts that are addressing gross margin performance, 
These include reduction of some pop or point of presence duplication expense as they upgrade their network topology, better alignment of capacity with customer usage patterns, and a reduction in bandwidth cost through better use of network peering relationships. Fastly leadership has set a medium-term target for non-GAAP gross margin in the low 60% range. Non-GAAP operating loss was negative 19.8 million in Q3, representing an operating margin of negative 18.2%. This is worse than the year-ago period with negative 12.9 million with an operating loss for a margin of negative 14.9%. Compared to the prior quarter, though, Fastly showed sequential improvement in operating margin from negative 26.2% in Q2. The operating loss translated into a non-GAAP EPS of negative 14 cents for Q3, which beat the analyst estimate for negative 17 cents and the company's own guidance from Q2 for negative 18 cents to negative 15 cents. Looking forward, Fastly leadership estimated a range of negative 18 million to negative 14 million of operating loss in Q4. This would be an improvement over Q3's performance of by about 3.8 million at the midpoint. They lowered the full year target range from negative 78 million to negative 72 million to a new range of negative 82 million to negative 78 million. On an EPS basis, analysts had modeled a loss of 10 cents for Q4 versus Fastly's actual estimate for negative 15 cents to negative 11 cents in non-GAAP EPS. Management acknowledged the poor performance on operating margin in spite of the revenue beat. They attribute this to heavy investment in sales and marketing in the second half of the year to drive revenue growth for 2023. The CFO anticipates that sales and marketing expense will increase sequentially from Q3 to Q4 while R&D and G&A remain flat. Additionally, leadership sees opportunities to drive further efficiencies in business operations, especially across G&A. The new CEO expects to meaningfully reduce operating loss in 2023. Other metrics showed some progress as well. Fastly added 31 customers in Q3, bringing the total to 2,925. This compares to 2,748 customers in Q3 of 2021 for 6.4% annual growth. The sequential growth in total customers was just 1.1% in Q3 and has slowed substantially in the last two quarters. Q3 additions were at least higher than Q2's 14 new customers which was up from Q1 by just 0.5% sequentially. Prior to 2022, customer additions each quarter were averaging around 100. The heavier investment in sales and marketing going forward is intended to increase new customer lands in 2023. Fastly defines enterprise customers as those spending more than 100K in the prior 12-month period. Fastly ended Q3 with 482 of these larger customers, representing 16.5% of total customers. As compared to other software companies, this concentration of large customers is relatively high. 
This highlights Fastly's go-to-market strategy, which currently focuses on targeting the largest internet properties. Fastly added 11 enterprise customers in Q3, up 2.3% sequentially, and increased by 152 in the last year for 12.1% annual growth. As you can see, growth in enterprise customer accounts is actually higher than in total customers. The contribution to total revenue from enterprise customers is now 89%, up from 88% last quarter. Because of the slowdown in total customer additions and concentration on larger customers, most of Fastly's new revenue growth is coming from existing customers. This trend is captured by their net retention rates. Fastly provides a couple of different metrics to measure the change in spend from existing customers over time. The first is the traditional DBNER, or dollar-based net expansion rate, which measures the increases in spend from existing customers when comparing the last 12 months to the 12-month period before that. For Fastly, DBNER excludes the impact of customer churn, though, which inflates the numbers somewhat. In Q3, DBNER was 122%, which was up 2% over Q2 and 4% year-over-year. This represents Fastly's highest DBNER in the last year. Accounting for customer churn, Fastly provides the net retention rate last 12 months, or NRR LTM. This performs the same comparison of the prior 12-month periods as DBNER, but includes the impact of churn and spending reductions. As such, it is more comparable to the net retention rates published by peer software infrastructure companies. NRR LTM for Fastly was 118% in Q3, which was up 1% from Q2 and 4% better than a year ago. Fastly also publishes the average spend for their enterprise customers. As expected, this is growing nicely, up 29K in Q3, increasing from 730K to 759,000 for a 4% sequential increase. On an annual basis, average enterprise customer spend is up 61,000 or 8.7% annually. This also supports the observation that most of Fastly's revenue growth in the recent quarter was generated by increasing spend from large existing customers. This represents a sound strategy for now, but Fastly will need to keep filling the sales funnel to capture the next set of customers that can drive expansion in the future. On the earnings call, Fastly leadership discussed the opportunity to pursue the high end of the mid-market customer segment to land new customers. This will be a big part of the focus of the increased sales and marketing investment for 2023. Fastly has been able to cross-sell multiple solutions into existing customer deals. For example, from content delivery, they are upselling their computed edge product. Further, customers layer on application service security capabilities, including their next-generation WAF, gained through the Signal Sciences acquisition. For Q3, the contribution from Signal Sciences was 13% of revenue and is growing at 44% per year. And to highlight some of the cross-sell opportunities, here's a quote from the Q3 earnings call. 
In the third quarter, we saw continued momentum in our portfolio expansion strategy with strong cross-selling activity in both computed edge and security. We saw computed edge cross-selling wins in marquee accounts like New Relic and with Canada's leading content creation companies. With security, we saw cross-selling motion with one of the largest drugstore chains in Europe, which is now using our next-gen WAF on top of content delivery from Fastly. And from a major Japanese video game company, who is now using our next-gen WAF in addition to our content delivery and computed edge capabilities. End quote. A year ago, as part of their Q3 2021 earnings report, Fastly leadership set a goal to reach $1 billion in revenue by 2025. If they finish this year with $430 million in revenue, which would be a slight beat of current guidance, then they would need to generate 32.5% annual growth rate from 2023 to 2025. Fastly just finished Q3 with 25% annual growth, but estimated the next quarter at a lower growth rate. They are projecting to finish 2022 with a growth rate of about 20%. The $1 billion goal looks suspect at this point, but if accomplished, would represent a nice acceleration of growth going into the next three years. At this point, Fastly leadership has not changed this target, but the new CEO would presumably have the latitude for a one-time reset if needed. And here's the relevant quote about the $1 billion target from the Q3 2021 earnings call. As we continue to invest and execute against these opportunities, we are focused on achieving $1 billion in revenue by 2025. We have set clear milestones to drive success, including winning developers, enhancing our security offerings, and driving enterprise customer adoption. Combined with a strong roadmap of new products, that we will discuss further in upcoming quarters, we are optimistic about the journey ahead of us. End quote. So let's wrap up with some key takeaways. Fastly's current market cap hovers around $1.1 billion and has a trailing price-to-sales ratio of 2.6. Given its poor progress on gross margins and operating margins, this low multiple is justified for 25% revenue growth. However, if Fastly does start to show improvement on profitability and push revenue growth closer to 30%, then the new multiple could re-rate upwards. For comparison, Elastic just logged 28% revenue growth with break-even non-GAAP EPS in their most recent quarter. Elastic has a trailing price-to-sales ratio of 5.3. Their gross margins are higher, though, at nearly 75%. While Fastly's near-term target for non-GAAP gross margin is 60%, they do have product lines like application security through the Signal Sciences acquisition that enjoy much higher gross margin. This, is, this part of the business is growing faster than the rest, which was over 40% in Q3, but only makes up 13% of total revenue. At some point, application security could generate a larger share of overall revenue, pulling on gross margins further. Over the next three years, improvement in gross margins, operating income, and the $1 billion revenue target could make Fastly an interesting investment. If we assume they increase the revenue growth rate to 30% annually for the next three years, they would end 2025 with 
with $945 million in revenue. Additionally, if they transition to positive operating margin and improve gross margins, the valuation multiple could re-rate up to a price-to-sales ratio of 4 to 5. This would imply a market cap of over $4 billion by 2025 for an increase of about 4x from its current $1.1 billion. While I had held Fastly stock previously, I'm not planning to open a new position at this point. However, if revenue growth and profitability measures start to show improvement under the new CEO's leadership, then Fastly stock could offer favorable upside. I might consider initiating a smaller position then. The other variable for investors to consider is acquisition potential. With a low market cap and a relevant product portfolio, Fastly might represent a nice tuck-in for a larger technology player perhaps even the CEO's former company, Cisco. I don't purchase stocks in anticipation of an acquisition, but that might provide another reason to own Fastly if execution improves, as the acquirer would pay a premium over an increasing valuation multiple. So thanks for your time, and I hope this was helpful. If so, please consider subscribing to the Software Stack Investing Podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify, and giving the podcast a quick rating so that it is recommended for other listeners like you. This is Peter, signing off.